Welcome, Midnight Madness. Midnight Madness. Start your Sunday. KCOU 88.1 here on Spotify, Apple Music, wherever you listen to your music or podcast. Also, got to be on IG Live. What a day. What, what a day at college football. Um, where do we start? Bama, Florida? Where, where do we start? Yeah, I guess. I just – I think that what we saw today, that, that game was so much fun. That game – we it was kind of before that game, just the ACC championship, which we had a lot of high expectations for, was vastly disappointing. The Big Ten championship was underwhelming, and even though yeah. it was somewhat close, the Big Twelve championship didn't have all the hype around it. The Pac twelve championship last night might as well not have been played. But this game tonight, it, it yeah, that was it. yeah, that was. Yeah. Do you think this game was? Yeah, I mean this this had to have been the best game of the day. Um, I think it was, but I think here's a thing that surprised most people is uh, Florida came in as a sixteen and a half point underdog. Um, and at game time, people thought this would be another Alabama rollover, and it ended up being the best game of the day without a doubt. I think both teams proved a lot. Um, it is unbelievable. It was down to the wire, which I did not expect personally. These two quarterbacks, we. We said last week that the winner of this game would have a strong chance at the Heisman. Mac Jones was 33 of 43, 418 yards, five touchdowns and a pick. Cal Trask, 26 of 40, 408, three touchdowns, yep. no picks, did have a big fumble that looking back probably had a more impact on the game than it did. But possibly the player who we're talking about, maybe the Heisman favorite now, is it Devontae? Is it crazy to say that Devontae Smith is the big winner today in terms of Heisman? He had 15 catches, 184 two touchdowns, including the one that eventually sealed the game. Is Devontae Smith the Heisman favorite, Garrett? Yeah. Yeah, I don't think it's crazy at all. I think he is. Um, I think at this point, and I'm going to go on a limb here, I think, in my opinion, the two finalists should be Devontae Smith and Kyle Trask, in my opinion. Um, Devontae Smith, I mean, just once again, who who's going to cover him in college football? Uh, there's nobody right now – in the league that I think you're in the country that can cover Devonte Smith. He's going to beat you on slant routes. He's going to beat you out deep. I mean, he can do it all. And here's, here's what I like about him. Mac Jones is not having to make impressive throws to Devonte Smith. Devonte Smith is creating 10, 15 yards of space on his own because he's that kind of player. I mean, Devonte Smith is maybe the best player in all of college football undoubtedly the Heisman favorite. And I'll be honest, I think it'd be kind of cool to see a receiver win. We've seen quarterbacks it's been, for years De- Desmond now. Howard was the last wide receiver to win the Heisman. He has a strong, yep. strong argument after today. Yeah, no doubt about it. And we just talk about the end of this game. It was back and forth, majority of the fourth quarter. It went from a two-touchdown to one-touchdown, two-touchdown, one-touchdown. They, yep. they score the touchdown. Kyle Pitts has in the end zone. Dan Mullen uses a timeout there before the two-point conversion. I was talking about it with someone. Yeah. It didn't make sense. I know the math says to go no, for two no there and all of that, but the decision there, I don't know, because they got the ball back with 20 seconds yeah. left down by, what was it, six. That could have been a minute left down yeah. six, and then the sack at the end of the game. Yep. Talk about you know Dan Mullen and the coaching for Florida tonight. 
Yeah, I think let me let me say this too. Um, and I said this about most of the game. Florida lost that game, not because Alabama out schemed them, because Florida shot themselves in the foot. Th- think about it. That early interception by Trey Dean, he turns the ball back over because of a great hit by John Mechie. There's three times in the first half on third down, Florida gets off the field, but there were penalties. So, and, and then Dan Mullen, I mean, I was I was watching my brother, and we're like, why in the world would you call a timeout? I get it. You want to go for two. You're going to try to go for the win if you score again. But if you save that timeout, you're giving yourself over a minute if you get the ball back to go down and score. They had 16 seconds. Dan Mullen, that was one of his more poorly coached games, I think, in terms of clock management and play calling. I think too many quarterback draws by Trask. I mean, Trask is a not a mobile guy by any means. I mean, he's he can a decent move, runner, but, but he's no. I, I just didn't think it was. He is. I, I just didn't think it was Mullen's best game overall. And I think that timeout hurt him and the team, honestly. I think that the, the timeout's a big thing. The clock management at the end of the first half wasn't ideal either. When Kadarius yep. Tony nope. fumbled it, or I thought it was a fumble. They said he was down yep. by contact. I was fine with it because if it was a fumble, then the game would have been over well before when it actually yeah. ended. But they hurry up to the line after that with like a minute and a half left in the first half. They could have milked some more clock. Instead, they quickly go up. They scored yep. a touchdown, but they gave Alabama a minute seven to go down the field. And then I think Devontae Smith scored – or Najee Harris caught the touchdown. And, you know, it was basically – it knocked each other out. It, I, I don't yeah. – And, no, I mean, look, look. Go on. Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, look, no disrespect to Alabama. They got a great team. Um, I, I think their defense is going to hurt them in the playoff. I do. But their offense is phenomenal. And what Sarkeesian is doing is ridiculous. I mean, that guy, the balance they have on offense is unlike anything I've ever seen. But – Florida had so many chances to put themselves ahead of Alabama or even just be even closer to Alabama, but they just shot themselves in the foot. And Harrison, I'm glad you brought that up at the end of the first half because, again, that's another question. I'm like, why wouldn't you drain as much? You know Alabama can score. And Mullen said at halftime, they asked him, why did you not wait? And his response is, we trusted our excellent defense to get a stop. Yeah, the excellent said, defense. There is nothing, nothing excellent about that defense there is nothing excellent about that defense I think that was a momentum changer and it I you know but that's just you can't control it it's over now I mean you're gonna look back on it but you can't control it I I think that if Florida would have beat LSU last week I think Florida have a real argument for number four right now because we'll talk about in a second there is a a crazy crazy I think this is this is good for college football the the conversations that we're having on the number four team in the country it kind of it kind of worked out well for that that debate last thing about Florida Bama can anybody beat Alabama I don't think so but what do you think I I think yes I think yes um I yeah, I, I think Clemson actually matches up really well. Um, Clemson looks I don't we'll think Clemson. Any, they look I mean, very good today. Yeah, I, I don't think there's anybody but Clemson. I'll, I'll be honest. I, I think it's it's Clemson or bust. Um, I think the reason I'd say Clemson is Brett Venables is, as we know, one of the best defensive minds in all of college football. He could very well get a head coaching job. Yep. Um, and I think what he does with his defenses, his stunts, the movement, the creativity, I mean, the bluffs, He's so creative, and 
I think if they can generate, I think they will generate more stops than this Florida defense did. And Alabama's defense, I mean, man, that secondary is a big point of concern. And Clemson can run the ball. Florida can't. Florida cannot run the football. Clemson can't. I think Clemson's the only team that could do it. Will they? I don't know, but I think they can. I think we'll see a – is it, what, Clemson not been a part four, potentially? Uh, Five? Part three you, or four. You, you lose or track. Five. Yeah, maybe five. You lose I don't know. We'll, we'll go with four. <laughs> last last it's something crazy, but game. I think it's – um. Go on. Yeah, you go. No, you finished. Finish there you go. Okay, I was going to say, you know, watching this game, I mean, this final thought, this Alabama offense is – I said Clemson has a chance, but this Alabama offense is – Ridiculous. And Najee Harris deserves a whole lot of conversation because this guy is the real deal. And he, I think, will be the X factor for Alabama in the playoff. There um, there was concern. We hold prayers up for uh, Landon Dickerson, the center. Um, yeah. Hopefully he's okay. And that is huge. If they, play a team, if they play a team with a, a physical up front like Ohio State or Clemson and he's yeah. out, that is, that is a huge, huge loss that's going to go under the radar. It is. Agreed, but I think Alabama's going to have a good chance. Their offense is going to keep them in any game, and I am excited to watch the playoff. It's going to be a heck of a playoff this year. Last thing I'm going to say about this, Florida couldn't run the ball. You know who can run the ball? Ohio State, as we saw today. Clemson can run the ball. Uh, If if Notre Dame gets in and gets matched up with Alabama, they can run the ball. I think this is the best offense that Alabama has faced since the LSU game last year. This Florida team – Played great offensively. 46 points was enough. I think this is the third straight uh, 50 burger for Alabama in a row. They're the number one team in the country. They are going to be my pick to win the national championship, regardless of how this playoff works out. Let's turn to our next uh, point of conversation. Clemson, Notre Dame. And high expectations for this game we had. And Clemson did what they do to everyone. They they had a slow start. It was 3-0. Florida, or was it uh, Notre Dame got in the red zone, had an easy field goal attempt. Hit it off the yep. upright, and from there the floodgates open. Yep. Well, Ian Book, um, he never looked comfortable. Um, he could not sit in the pocket. He got out of the pocket way too much. And Clemson, this is again, I mentioned Brett Venables. They did a really good job of keeping a man on Ian Book at all times. They struggled that first meeting between Clemson and Notre Dame. That that Clemson defense struggled to contain Ian Book. Ian Book got outside of the pocket. He made plays. He had 67 yards in that first game rushing. He couldn't do anything. Clemson did a really good job, not only spying him, but those defensive ends not playing too far up. I think we were looking for if Notre Dame, you know, was going to continue to stay in that three spot, maybe in the four spot, we were looking for them to stay competitive. They were not, and they were not. And they weren't whatsoever. competitive. They scored a late touchdown. Yeah, different, they scored a late touchdown that I don't think helps their case. The difference no, this game was what Travis Etienne did in their first matchup in South Bend in November. He was virtually a non-factor. Today, ten carries, hundred twenty-four yards, and a score. Yep. That was different. He also had uh, three catches, twelve yep. yards. Amari Rogers, he's a big game receiver. Eight catches, one twenty-one in a score. EJ Williams, the true freshman, four catches, eighty yards in the touchdown. They Clemson, they're they're peaking at the right yep. time. It's always you know, this time of year. There's one team that kind of starts to go uphill. Yep. That's Clemson right now. 
Yep. It, it's scary. Um, Trevor Lawrence, when he gets in this kind of rhythm, it's hard to stop him. And I think what separate, and this is where I think when they get in, they're going to get in. Clemson, yeah. His legs, Trevor Lawrence's legs, his legs are going to be the difference because Trevor Lawrence is more mobile than you think. He had 90 yards and a touchdown on the ground in addition to 322 yards and two touchdowns in the air. But Trevor Lawrence is so mobile, and that's what really provides a spark for that offense because even when Travis Etienne, let's say he doesn't have a great game, Trevor Lawrence is there. He can run the ball. Um, and I think this Clemson defense is what's going to really help them because we know Clemson can score on practically anybody in the country. The question was, can they play defense against this Notre Dame team? And they not only shut Ian Book down, they shut Kyron Williams down. He had 50 yards on 15 carries. So Clemson, you're right. They're peaking at the right time. They're playing well on all facets of the ball right now. And Trevor Lawrence is getting hot, which is a very, very scary thought and a scary sight. And I just want to talk about that first quarter of the game again. It's, what, 3 nothing. They get an interception. They're going yep. down the field. And then they, they're basically knocking on the doorstep of scoring a touchdown. And they get held to a field goal. Yep. And they miss the field goal. And then Clemson, they throw the deep ball to Amari Rodgers. And they, the game was basically on from there. Yeah, I don't want to jump straight to what Alabama Clemson would look like. But is there any any kind of formula to stopping Clemson with their, their run offense with Etienne and Lawrence and their four or five different receivers. We didn't even see Spectre, who's a guy we've talked about yeah. a couple of times this year, who's been decent. He hasn't he didn't even have a catch today. And Brandon Galloway, only three catches, 15 yards, yeah. or tight end, who has made an impact in the passing game. Is there a recipe or anything that a team can do to stop Clemson? Because we saw Alabama's so. defense today, and it's certainly not them. Yeah. No, I, I don't think so. Um, I mean, Ohio – I mean, I guess if you look at who might get in, we're, we're sitting maybe looking at Ohio State. Um, I think their defense is fine, but it's not great. Uh, they played a very subpar Northwestern offense today. Um, so, no, I, I don't think – I don't think anybody in the country can stop Clemson's offense right now. And like you said, they're peaking at the right time. Travis Etienne – has had a quiet senior season. He came back. The expectations were super high. Going to be the best running back in the country, and he has not been that this year. He's been good, but he has not been everything they hoped he would be. He is getting hot at the right time. That offensive line is starting to gel. You're seeing that. They're opening holes. They're making plays for the running backs and to you know, Trevor Lawrence. But I, I just don't know who stops them. I don't think anybody does. They're so balanced on offense. If you stop the run – you get the air attack. I, I, I don't think anybody stopped. Let's let's jump to as I lost Garrett for just a second on the Zoom audio. Garrett, can you hear me? Okay, yeah, he, yeah, we got him, we got him back. Uh, let's jump yeah, to Ohio. Yeah, 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 yeah. We lost yeah. you for a quick second. Let's jump to Ohio State Northwestern. A slow, slow first half for the Buckeyes. They trail 10-6 in the locker room. This was probably the worst game that Justin Fields has had as a starter, at least for Ohio State in that standpoint. But he's very lucky that Peyton Ramsey wasn't great himself. Fields was 12 of 27, 144, two picks. Peyton Ramsey, 24 of 37, 224, two picks. The difference was Trey Sermon, the transfer from Oklahoma, 29 carries, 331, and two scores. And the Buckeye defense, they, they got stops they needed to. They forced interceptions. They had a couple fumbles they recovered. 
And, you know, that was the game from there. It was a slow, slow performance from Ohio State, but the number four team in the country got the job done. What did you see in the Big Ten Championship earlier today? Yeah, really. Yeah. With their strength and this game football team, Pat Fitzgerald, coach. But offense was just so unconvincing. Because if, if you're Justin Fields, you got to take Trey Sermon out to dinner and buy him a nice dinner because he is the reason they won that game. I mean, if, if he's not there, they're not winning that game. So give him credit. But, and again, this is a Northwestern offense that has been, they've prided themselves on defense all year. They don't have a great offense. Peyton Rams is a good quarterback, not a great quarterback. I just struggle. I, I struggle with, Justin Fields, I, I know that this is probably the best defense. I mean, Northwestern probably is the best defense of anybody in the top four right now. I mean, I, I don't think any of those top four teams have a great defense. But it's a question of if it gets into a shootout against an Alabama or a Clemson, can Justin Fields make enough plays to stick with those offenses? I don't know if he can. I have never from the beginning been sold on Justin Fields. I think he's a good quarterback, but I've never thought he has the intangible to be a great and Dwayne Haskins a little more mobile but look you'll take the win you'll wait and see what the committee says I just struggle six games and really unconvincing championship win I don't know it's it's hard for me yeah and he did suffer a wrist injury uh I think in the second half or the late in the first half of this game that definitely looked like it impacted him in some standpoint but you know, if that's this game, the semifinal today is the the twentieth. I guess now it's technically the twentieth. It's Sunday. He's got a, eleven days to get ready for a semifinal yep. game, and I don't know if the big just Chris Olave tested positive or is reportedly out with COVID. If he's out for that game in the playoff, if, yep. assuming they put Ohio State in, we'll, in the next segment, we'll talk about playoff teams. But if he's out. They're gonna have a lot of trouble moving the ball against anybody because the rest, the, the next game they play, they're gonna play, Northwestern's a great defense. They're gonna play a defense probably on a similar level to Northwestern is right now. And if they don't have Chris Olave and also I think uh, Jackson Smith Najigba, their number uh, three receiver, yep. he was out too. They need to get. They lost twenty two players out with COVID today. I know the defense was fine, but they need to get those guys back. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they do. Yeah. I think. The concerning stat, Harris, you talk about the receivers being out. Oh, yeah, sorry, one more thing. Uh, Ohio State had a total of four players catch a pass. That's it, four. That's an issue. That is a very big issue. I know Chris Olave was out. I understand that. But I just think if he's not playing, who do you go to? Besides Trey Sermon, who can run the ball, I just have a lot of concern for this Ohio State team. I really do. Yeah. Yeah, I guess, yeah. And I really don't think the defense was – they forced some turnovers, yes, but uh, Chioka Bowman, eight catches, 103. Uh, the running back, Cam Porter, 16 carries, 61 yards, and a score. The 10 points, Northwestern had a couple of drives in the red zone where they didn't score. They missed a field goal, and they had the pick in the end zone. Yep. I think it's, the score is like misleading, I think, where Northwestern, this game easily could have come down to literally the last play of the game. Yep. And it, it didn't turn out that way. Trey Sermon – Look, he's not going to run for 330 yards again. If he does, then, you know, make him the number one pick in the draft <laughs> over Trevor Lawrence. Like, I don't know what to tell you. But I I wasn't 
Ohio State's in the playoff because of how the things unfolded. Ohio State should be in, but yeah. I, I'm not super impressed. So, any final thoughts on this? No, I mean I have to agree with you. I think it's um, you know, you bring up a good point that this is this is kind of but you type in LSU, you're looking a whole lot better. I know you have two losses, but I think Ohio State. You're right. It sets up well. They'll get in because of the win today. I know it's close, but because they're undefeated, because they won, they will get in. But um, there's a lot to improve on. I think Ryan Day has to realize that that performance will not win you a playoff game. It won't. I mean, they are in danger of seriously. I mean, a couple of years ago, three years ago, they went, they lost one. I mean, they got killed by Clemson. It was a, I mean, they got shut out. Um, so I don't know. I, I just think there's a lot of concern in Ryan Day. He needs to turn things around fast if they're going to win a playoff game. Okay, let's let's wait for the moment everyone's been waiting for. We've done playoff preview since week maybe three of the season. Yep. Let's do let's go through a full in-depth playoff preview. Garrett, I want you to go first. Give me take me through your one, two, yep. three, four, and who are the outside looking All right. tomorrow. We are exactly twelve hours away. From where the yep. okay. release the rankings, right around twelve thirty Eastern. Garrett, yep. give the people the moment what they've been waiting for. All right, so pretty self-explanatory. I think you have Alabama sitting at number one. I think with Mac Jones and the way that offense has been playing, there's nothing that can pull them out of that number one spot, especially after a good win against a good Florida team. Number two, of course, the Clemson Tigers. I. I have a tough time. I have a tough time with Alabama and Clemson. I think those two teams are could they could flip flop very easily. Both of them are very yes, similar because I think they Clemson very is good a, football. Win a whole lot better. But than I have Clemson number two. I think they played really well. Yep, I do too. I do too. Um, this is where things get interesting. All right, here we go. Number three. Golly, man, this this is tough. I, I guess. Ugh. I don't like it, but again, uh, Texas A&M, and this is this is difficult. Texas A&M. Let me throw let me throw Ohio State at three. Um, I I, <laughs> I I don't love Ohio State. Um, but I know how the committee works. I've I've we've all been here before. Um, and I think the committee does like Ohio State. They've always favored Ohio State. Yeah. When in doubt, put Ohio State in. So I think. Because of the committee's favor, I'm going to put Ohio State at three. Again, I don't like it, but I'm at three. Golly, man, I'm going to put – I guess I'm going to put Texas A&M at four. Um, really? Oh, we, again, we've been all over the Aggies. Again, a team I'm not super – you know what? All right, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to do this real quick. I'm going to put – I'm going to put A&M at four. But I'm going to slide, crazily enough, I'm going to slide Oklahoma up to five. And I think those two teams could so be – it could be very interesting so you think Notre to Dame, see what happens. I know Oklahoma – Notre Dame's from two to six. Yeah, you go. You think Irish go from two to six? Yep. I just don't – I mean, uh, I don't here's know. my struggle with them, man. Like, I, I, I struggle with them because, okay, they beat Clemson. 48-45 the first time. It was a great win. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Now Trevor Lawrence comes back. 
It's the most important game they, of the season. They they won a game where Clemson was out their best player. Yep. And they and their starting linebacker more. also, the whose name is blanking yep. on me right now. He he was out too. I I I can't think of his name at the second. Yes. They got rolled. I, I know you're talking about number 47. He's a beast. Yeah, um, I, I this I, I just don't think. Yeah, I mean, I think if they had won that, if they if they had played close. Skowski, that's his name. But that's it. Yeah, Skowski, that's it, the linebacker. But so crazy enough, I'm going to have AM at four, Oklahoma five. I'm going to put the Irish at six with Florida sitting right behind at seven still. Um, I, I'm going to be honest, man. I'm really concerned. The committee, oh, that Oklahoma debate, I don't like it. But it's going to be interesting. A comp- I know they lost to Kansas State and Iowa State, but a conference championship win, they played their they best football championship defensively. Wins. They do. And defensively, Oklahoma has looked as good as they've ever looked in the past five, six years. I don't like it. I don't like it one bit, but I think the committee is going to have something to talk about with A&M and Oklahoma. I really do. If we're talking about teams that you don't want to play right now, Oklahoma is right yep. there after Alabama and Clemson. Yes. If they didn't slip up <laughs> in that, if they didn't slip up at home to Kansas State, who was one of the worst teams yep. in the Big 12 after I think their Skylar Thompson was their quarterback who got injured. If they if they would yep. have beaten Kansas, they were up like three touchdowns in that game, also, I think. If they would have beaten Kansas State, like yep. Oklahoma would be for sure in the playoff right now. Like we'd be talking about if like Ohio State was in right now. I know. And I mean, it's well, here's my thing. If, if you're going to put Iowa State at six, and I know they oh, don't go the first time, but if you're going to put Iowa State at six, yeah, after a loss to Louisiana Lafayette, why not throw Oklahoma up there? And after a, it, the chips are falling in their place because Notre Dame just got embarrassed. So, and, and Oklahoma, Oklahoma was 10 last week. So this would be, if yep. they go up from, if they go from 10 to four, that would be a six, a six spot jump. If it happens, but oh, you know, if they get to four, but five, five makes sense, but yeah, yeah. We have and to one, one more thing, Harrison. One more thing. Yeah, one more thing before we go into yours. I am a very, I love the college ball playoff, but I am a big advocate for an eight-team playoff. Uh, you have an eight-team playoff. This is this is where I disagree, but I just think you cover all the basics. I think you're going to get. Really? So, see, and I think, I just think here we've wanted Cincinnati to get in. We talked about is AM for real? Well, Cincinnati didn't look great tonight. If you're either, an 18 playoff, you're getting Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State. No, they did not. But you're getting Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State, probably AM. They're going to prove themselves. You're probably in Oklahoma. You may get Florida. You may get Cincinnati. I don't know. I, I just think the 14 playoff is set up for Alabama and Clemson to succeed pretty much every year and have a chance to play each other in the championship almost every year. That's just I, my I opinion. Think, I think there was an eight, if there was an 18 playoff, we're still talking about Alabama and comes in the national championship. And I think we're talking about like, you know, Alabama, like Indiana in round one. I don't know. It just, I, it doesn't maybe, maybe in the future, but I'm, I, I'm, I'm not going to get behind that, that train of adding more teams to a, a field where I still think I, I, I really think two teams can win the national championship this year. I really think it's between yeah. Alabama and Clemson. I, I just don't know how I feel about you know adding more teams in there and making it more. Crowded. Yeah, it, it, it's just 
I, I know for a lot of fans, I mean, they look at, and I know, I know, I know a lot of people think this, but ratings, I mean, people, whether people would admit it or not, the college football world, unless you're a Clemson, Alabama fan, the world is getting tired of watching Alabama and Clemson duke out every year. And I, I know it's fun to watch. They're two very competitive teams. I love But I know for fans, it get repetitive. It's the same two. Now, LSU won it last year. That's different. I get that. But who they play? They play, they play Clemson. Uh, be, so be I think it's, you're seeing a slight discrepancy here, maybe. Yeah, so I don't know. I, I just think we'll see. I'm with you. I don't think it'll happen, but I'd like to see in the future. But I don't know. We'll see. It could be something to look ahead. Uh, I think if Cincinnati looked really good tonight, they would have had a, a sneaky chance to get in. But, yeah, yeah. That, they won by a game-winning field goal in the end of regulation yeah. against Tulsa. So that's not going to be good enough. I'll go to my top four. I I was really thinking about putting Clemson number one just because they have the, probably the best one of any team right now. But I think because yeah. Alabama, they, I think they did enough today to secure. Now I'm going back and forth because I, I keep thinking back at the last year where Ohio State was number one and then they had some trouble with Wisconsin and they put LSU yep. in front. I, I'm going to put Clemson number one. Clemson number one, they have one loss I, I like without – Without their starting quarterback, they have the best win of any of these teams we're talking about. Clemson, number one. I'm going Alabama, number two, for obvious reasons. They had an outstanding season. They beat everyone. They didn't look great tonight from start to finish, but they got the win. Devontae Smith was great. Najee Harris had, like, five touchdowns. I'll go with Alabama, two. Ohio State, three, for obvious reasons. Again, ugly performance, but they got the job done. Fields needs to yep. there. You can start to make the argument that Justin Fields isn't a big game quarterback. I'm not gonna make that argument because he's played in like three big games, but the next one will be very important for him. Ohio State at three. This is so this is where four comes down to. And I really think that if Florida didn't lose to LSU, I would be saying that I would have the Florida Gators at number four. But instead, um, Marco Wilson threw the shoe, and here we are. Yeah, agreed talking about Florida with the three losses out of the playoffs and who knows where they'll be in the year six. Yep. I'm not going to put Texas A&M number four. I, I know it. I like it. it. Takes, I'm, but, this, but this is where I go back and forth. Does the committee want to have Tough. Notre Dame play Clemson a third time? Because if, if it is what I think this is, where it's Clemson 1, Alabama 2, and Ohio State 3, I think that – does the committee want to see Notre Dame play Clemson again since what we saw today? And I don't yep. think Oklahoma – I don't think Indiana's getting in there. I don't think Cincinnati's no. getting there. I don't think Georgia's getting there. Does the committee – if you're asking the committee right now, if they want to see Texas A&M play Clemson or Alabama or, or Clemson play Notre Dame a third time when we saw the first time without Trevor Lawrence and we saw them with both teams as healthy as ever and a Clemson 24-point win on a neutral site, do they want to see these two play on a neutral site again is the question we have to ask. And this is why yeah, I'm, I'm going to go man. against what I've been believing and telling myself all season that Texas A&M is this fake football team <laughs> and they're not talented and they beat Vanderbilt, who is the worst team in Power 5 sports 
by five points, and they lost to Alabama at, <laughs> on the on the road by twenty eight points. And then there yep. had some struggles today with Tennessee, and some struggles at home against LSU. But with all that being said, I'm going to put the Texas a and Aggies at the number four team in the country, with Notre Dame at five and Oklahoma at six. No but way. That I I can't like believe it, I'm doing man. this like right it. now. I. For all the things I've said about Texas A&M this season <laughs> on this show, I cannot believe I just said that. I just, I think when I'm thinking with that logic, it just it makes sense for them to put Texas A&M at number four. They have the one loss to Alabama, which would be the quote unquote best loss yep. of any team. Yep. And it, it so final, we've, we've done this rankings for 10 weeks, final rankings. You had Alabama one, Clemson two, Ohio State three, yep. Texas A&M four. I have... Clemson one, Alabama two, Ohio State three, Texas A&M four. Heisman predictions. Yep. Go. Who do you think? Yeah, I, I mean, I really do. You know, I, I think. What do I think? I think Devontae Smith wins. Who do I think should win it? I think Kyle Trask should win it. I think Kyle Trask has just come from an amazing story. I mean, this guy was, like I said, hadn't, didn't start one game in high school, didn't start a game in college until literally his junior year. And it's not the story that I'm so much like, Oh, he should win it. It's the numbers he's put up. I he mean, was, this guy great and, tonight. No, the only quarterback we have seen in the last six years, put up the numbers that he put up yep. against Alabama tonight is Deshaun Watson, Joe Burrow and Kyle Trask and Deshaun Watson is one of the yep. best quarterbacks in the NFL with a national championship trophy. Joe Burrow was the Heisman winner last year and won the national championship last year and was the number one pick. And then there's Kyle Trask. Those three are the only quarterbacks that put up those yep. numbers. Again. I, I, just, I just think you – yeah, well, and I mean, Kyle Trask, look, he's playing – an all SEC schedule. The guy threw forty three touchdowns this year, five interceptions. I mean, look, he he didn't have a bad he's game. playing an all SEC schedule, and not to Florida. No, and Florida's rushing attack was terrible. He had to win every game by throwing for three hundred plus yards every game. If he didn't, time out, they weren't time out, time out. So give him know, a lot of credit. I think he Florida's, deserves to win the Heisman. Do you know who Florida's leading rusher was tonight? By any guess. Yeah, it was Paul Kadir. Oh, wait. It was Emory Jones. Emory Jones. Emory Jones ran for 24 yards. The leading rusher for <laughs> for the leading rusher for Florida tonight was their backup quarterback. I mean, it's, come on. It's I, – I, I couldn't believe it. I'm going to double-check this, and someone just said it was Tony. Um, someone just said it was yeah, Tony. Yeah, it was it – was, No, um, it was no, Jones. It was someone Jones. in the comments just said it was Tony, but it was it – was, um, it was it was uh, it was Emory Jones two carries twenty four yards. Tony had their starting running back Pierce had two carries for two yards. Like he 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 should get the Heisman. I I think that I I kind of agree with you, but I'm gonna pick uh I'm gonna pick Mac Jones to win it. I think I think Jones was was good all season long. Because, you know, people say Devontae Smith, but he's also – give credit to the guy who's throwing the ball to Devontae Smith and what he – Of course, of course. I don't know. It, this is this is the first time – I said this earlier today. This is the first time I've really had a really compelling argument for the fourth spot in the playoff because last year we knew Oklahoma was going to be the fourth seed. Before we kind of knew Oklahoma was going to be the fourth seed again. 
The year before that was, yep. I think that was when, was that the Bama year? That was the Bama year. That was when Bama got in that four over Ohio State. That's right, yes. In 2017. So this is the first time we've really had a compelling debate for number four because we both think Notre Dame's out and Texas A&M is in. Yeah. And this is also the first time in a while we've had a question at the Heisman Trophy at this time of the year. Yeah, I I think, again, I'm just really – I just – I have this really eerie feeling – that Oklahoma is going to creep their way up. They may oh, not get four. We have, we have PTSD in the last couple of years. I know. I just have this eerie feeling that the committee is going to go, they just won a conference championship against an Iowa State team who has been playing pro- arguably some of the best football in the whole country. So I just get this eerie feeling that Oklahoma is going to make their way up, maybe five. I mean, and then it's a debate of, do you put in a team that's got two losses but a conference championship, or do you put a team in that has a loss against the number one team in the country by 28 points? I I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. This is – it's. I'm really excited to see what the committee do- – I, I think, like, what I said today, I think will slash should slash could happen, but – I don't know. I really wouldn't be surprised if Notre Dame could be any could be three, four, five, or six, and I wouldn't be surprised. I know. Um, or some I'm could be one there. or two. Uh, Ohio State I, could be two, three, or four, and I wouldn't be shocked. Yep. I I am um, really. Well, let's just talk about. Can, can we mention something real quick too? ESPN had the USC Trojans with a forty nine percent chance to make the playoff coming into this week. And then they proceed to get me by Oregon. I, I don't know. I just had to mention that, man. I don't know what that was. That was um an interesting take by ESPN. Um, but I think, yeah, I, I think we're all but set now. I think there's just that four spot. Um, and I wouldn't be shocked either if, um, I mean, it's tough, but I could see a situation in which Ohio State maybe bumps down to four or stays at four. Uh, I think it's a very slight chance, but I could see the possibility there. Any any final thoughts with the college football today? No, I think it was I think it was a great day. I think there's a lot of stuff, um, a lot of positivity going into tomorrow. I think again for Alabama, I think they've shown that they are right now kind of the team to beat. I think Clemson made a statement that they're coming for Alabama, um, and I think it's I think you you made a really good point, Harrison. If Florida had beat LSU. I think we're putting them at the four spot. If I Florida beat LSU, they're in the four team. Yeah, and that hurts them. And I mean, for Dan Mullen, you couldn't be more frustrated. Kyle Trask, he's gone after this year unless he won. He's not going to come back. Um, I think this was the year that Florida, if they were going to make the playoff, this was their year to do it, and they just actually, couldn't pull actually, it out. But I mean, it's, it is. It, it. I mean, Georgia's getting better. I mean, because the non-conference Daniels, schedule is back too. Yep, I, I think. It brings up a lot of questions, but hey, what a great day of football! I mean, Alabama. I mean that that game, that last game, you could not have ended the day on a better note. Uh, I mean, just a great day of football, and I am pumped for tomorrow. One, one, one last quick thing: they moved the semifinal from the Rose Bowl Saw to that. the Cotton Bowl, but they're going to call it the Rose Bowl at the Cotton yeah. Bowl. There's going to be fans there. Is there any any impact on that? Because we've seen a lot yeah. of fans this year. Does that make a difference in anything? 
I think it does. Um, I think something else the committee takes into consideration is location. Um, we've yep. seen them do that. We have. We've seen them move games and move teams because of location. So, again, this is where I – that game's in Texas. That sets up for potentially Texas A&M to it's go ahead and play that four spot. I mean, this is this is really getting juicy. Yeah, twelve forty-five. It's it's getting interesting. Oh, yeah. I think I think we can wrap up the college football talk with there once again. Our playoff is Garrett has Bama one, Clemson two, Ohio State three, Texas A&M four. I have Clemson one, Alabama two, Ohio State three, Texas A&M four. We've been doing our playoff previews all year. Let's let's just put a sprinkle of NFL in here as we hit the end of our late night show here on I guess you're in Central and East. Quick thoughts on Saints Chiefs tomorrow. We'll see Breeze Mahomes really for the first time in their career. Saints are fighting yeah. tooth and nail for the number one seed in the NFC. Chiefs trying to hold on to in the AFC now that Pittsburgh's lost back to back games. What's something you're looking for in the Chiefs Saints game tomorrow? Yeah. Oh well. I think we lost. Yeah, I, I think it's a tough game for Breeze to come back from injury. Um, this is Chiefs. I don't think has the best defense, but Breeze. Um, I think it's going to be a good game. I think being in New Orleans, I think the Chiefs win by a touchdown. You said Chiefs by a touchdown? Yeah. Sorry, you're coming in and out there for a second. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you go. Chiefs uh, by a touchdown. I think the Saints are going to pull off this upset. I think that the Saints defense has played Ooh. really well. They're motivated after um, what happened yes last week with the loss to who was it, Philadelphia. I think they're coming out kind of motivated. I think Breeze is – they've been kind of thinking that Taysom Hill was going to start this week. Now they're bringing Breeze out. I think Breeze is going to play a good game. The defense, really underrated. And I think the Chiefs are kind of due for another loss. They've played really well this year. But they only lost us that home game to Vegas, that weird, weird game. I think uh, New Orleans gets it done close tomorrow. Uh, any other NFL games? No. Oh, any chance Dwayne Haskins upsets the Seahawks at home? We saw a Cobra Man, do it. <laughs> I'd love to see it. I uh, Washington's fighting for that first spot in the division. I think uh, I think there's a chance. I think that Washington defense is getting high at the right time. Chase Young playing his best football. I think there's a chance. I think there's a little motivation with Dwayne Haskins right now. He's proven himself trying to keep his job or, I mean, keep his spot on the roster. Um, I think – you know what? I'm going to go with the upset. I, I keep going Washington. I pulled the upset with them against Pittsburgh. I think Washington wins. I'll go by five points. I think 30 to 25. It's close. All right. Uh, Philly, Arizona. Does Jalen Hurts get another win? Here. It was semi-impressive. Okay, I'll go by 10 points. Uh, 
Yeah, yeah, we, we were, you were coming in and out there, but I caught we caught the ten points part. So I'm gonna say, I'm gonna guess you took Arizona by I'm gonna guess yeah, you took okay, Arizona okay. by ten points. Uh, I I think yeah. that I think Kurtz could do it again. I think I'm gonna pick Philly to pull off this upset. I think they're kind of getting hot. The defense has put a lot of pressure on Taysom Hill last week, forced some turnovers. I really I'm I know what the Cardinals did last week being the Giants, but I'm still kind of not sold on them. I'm gonna take. I'll take the Eagles by uh, two points. Dolphin, Dolphins, Patriots. I'll I'll be there tomorrow in about it's twelve forty nine Eastern, so it's about a little just a hair over twelve hours from now till kickoff in Miami. If the Patriots score more than ten points, that would be a miracle. I think this is they lost to the Rams. <laughs> they lost to the Rams twenty four three last. Oh, so last last Thursday, jeez, that game was bad. I would be this game is going to be like thirty four three. It'll be very similar to the score was of the Rams game last week. I'll say. Yeah, I have to agree with you. I think the Dolphins, Brian Flores, what a job he's done. I mean, he might win Coach of the Year. He has been phenomenal for the Dolphins. I think two. I think you're right here. I think two continues his hot streak. I think they. Uh, Cam Newton has just been anything but impressive this year. I think the uh, Dolphins do get a win. I'll go by 17 points. Yeah, that, that's that's my lock of the that's my lock of the week tournament was Miami minus one and a half as the, the spread says right now. Speaking of spreads, I got every pick right today in college football conference championship Saturday. I think uh, I think someone always I was pretty sure I made a bet with someone that <laughs> I would go perfect again on championship Saturday for the second straight year. I could say I own that. Um I guess that's it. That's when he really games showing flying off the board right now. Tampa, Atlanta, any chance that the Falcons? Falcons have a decent offense. Julio Jones out tomorrow. Any chance uh, Falcons pull off that upset? I think yeah. I think they're gonna keep it close, but Tampa wins. What about you? I think they'll keep it close. The spread seven or six. And yep, and six and a half right now. I think they win by three. I don't think it's. you're coming in and out again this this is probably a good sign to start wrapping it up but uh, i just saw that uh, ronald jones is out tomorrow for tampa which means we'll probably see leonard fournette again who i still think is a one of the better running backs in the league when healthy yeah yeah you you were coming coming in and out for a second (laughs) but i'm gonna i'm gonna assume you pick tampa to win that uh yeah, I'll take I'll take Tampa by three. I think it's a little. Atlanta has a good offense. Their their coach who who's always I always forget his name. He he's he's done a great job this year. I think he should be considered for the head coach. Yep. I think they keep it close tomorrow. Brady. I'm trying to think Brady and stuff. Brady usually plays well against the Falcons. That's the two role comes to mind. But yeah, I'll take uh, Tampa. Go to the slate. Any we'll we'll wrap up with this and then we'll we'll sign off tonight. Uh, give me a, give me one upset pick tomorrow. One team that'll pull an upset off in the NFL if you're there. Yeah, this still some coming in and out. And I think this might be where we wrap this up. Yeah. Yeah.
Yeah, you. I I didn't catch anything of what you just said, Garrett. The the technology is it's lacking here in the late night hours. I think we've lost Garrett for what we have. This is thank okay. you for upset pick. Uh, oh, that I'm was... gonna go. Let me go through here. Well, I think Washington wins, but I'm gonna go with the Houston Texans. I know, but they always struggle. They always struggle with Houston. Gary, you there? I caught the end of that. I caught you see the Houston Texans. Can you confirm? Can you hear me? Yeah, you were you were yes. coming in and out. Yes, I yes, caught. Yes. Okay, I was yes, yes. I was ready to end the show. Uh, I if you don't count the Saints as an upset pick, which I don't know. I, I think yeah, I think you would. But I'm gonna roll the dice and say a different one. And I'm going to say Philadelphia over Arizona. Philadelphia will beat the Arizona Cardinals tomorrow. Nice, I like it. I like it. Uh. Jalen Hurts and Kyler Murray, those are two Oklahoma quarterbacks going off against each other in the two desert. Great quarterbacks. Caught that. Uh, let's wrap this up. Start, this was Start Your Sunday, a late, late Start Your Sunday. Uh, thank you for people turning on IG Live or whoever's listening, either late at night or early in the morning. Thanks for listening. Our college football playoff preview, uh, NFL previews. We'll be back next Sunday, probably on Zoom again, hopefully less technical difficulties. We'll be recapping whatever college we'll be previewing the college world playoff and previewing the NFL's week 16 slate. Hope you have a great holiday week holiday season. And we'll catch you right back here a week from today. Start your Sunday. KCOU 88.1 Harrison Garrett signing off.